Okay, this is a very special edition of the Morning After podcast because it's our first podcast since you, Jenny Matthews, welcomed the newest member of your family. Yes, we got a puppy. And I I know for people who aren't dog people or never have been, even my mom, love my mom to death, and she loves my dogs, but she's just not a dog person. So I think for people who aren't dog people, they don't realize like this truly is, I I, I kept saying yesterday, I felt like I was in labor. I I felt like I was nesting as I was getting his little crate and bed all ready. Weird weird to hear you say that out loud, not going to lie, made me a little uncomfortable. I, I know, it's totally weird. It was, And then I was joking around about it on our way to pick up the puppy. I told my husband, I was like, I feel like I'm having contractions. What? <laughs> I'm totally kidding. The nesting thing makes sense, but the contractions maybe that's no, not I'm, I'm totally kidding. But 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 I'm not kidding. Is that he is a member of our family, and we you know we don't take dog ownership lightly at all. No. I mean, this this dude is going to live the, a life like no other, and um, I'm just really excited about it. Right now, this means we have three dogs right now. So three dogs, two kids. A bearded and a dragon and a fish. And a pear tree. Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of animals going on. I always forget house. you have a fish. Which, to be honest, do you want it? No. Hell no. This, I don't want this fish either. It's a betta fish. And honestly, they don't live that long usually. So like hurry up and die? I hate to say that, but kind of hurry up and die. Wow. I I mean, I know that's a terrible thing to say, but if I knew somebody that wanted it, if anybody wants my fish, like you can have it. I'll give it to you. Can you just flush him down the toilet now and you just got to survive in the sewers or? I mean, I just don't want to do that. That feels like murder. I don't want to do that. Fish murder. But, um, but I don't, this fish is providing no joy to anyone and no. I'm the only one who feeds it and then I'll feel bad if I don't feed it and sure. it dies because then I feel like a murderer yeah because so. it is your responsibility mean, once you adopt the fish it is your responsibility but I admire you for noticing that even though this is not your favorite pet you're like listen I made a commitment yeah to keep this fish alive as long as I possibly can mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do it and I admire that I really that's I think that's an admirable uh, quality but if somebody would get joy out of this fish and would like this fish please let me know contact me you can have it I'll even give you the little tank everything you can have it all well even yeah the- why would you keep the tank you can have it. No, I mean, you can have the tank, you can have the food, you can have all the... I don't know. I don't want any of it. I'm just done. I'm done with that. Because the bearded dragon, let's talk about him for a second, Godzilla. So he's grown. He started out maybe, I don't know, five inches long, maybe. Huh? And now, oh, what's this? He's probably the length of a ruler. I yeah, mean, he's, he's a foot long. About a foot long. He's getting, he's pretty Why don't big. you just feed him the fish? I've thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he would like it. But, uh... You know, and I, I actually really like the bearded dragon. I've taken him on as like, you know, it's Miles' pet, but I've taken on the responsibilities of feeding him the crickets and cleaning out his tank and stuff like that. I don't mind doing it. I actually like doing it. And Miles plays with him, so there you go. It's kind of our, our pet we share. But he's a lot of work. So between that and the three dogs and two kids and my husband, this is zoo. I understand. Mm-hmm. No, I'm excited to, um, because... I think we're coming up to your house this weekend, mm-hmm. and so you get you get baby time. Yes. So you you get to hold my baby, my little chunk. And you monster. get to hold my baby. And then I'll 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 play with your puppy, which I'm very excited to do. I'm excited Such to either it. throw a ball, perhaps tug a rope, you know, whatever. What does he have a go to toy yet? Or it's just I mean, you've had this dog Hours. literally. 12 hours from the time we recorded this podcast. Yeah, and so last night when we got home, it was mainly about introducing him to our other dogs. And Oscar is our senior. He's 12 and a half. 
couldn't have cared less. He was kind of like, oh, cool. I mean, not he couldn't have cared less. Just He was just neither right. here nor there about it. Like, Sup, oh, dude? cool. Like, welcome to the family. Yeah. Good times. And then Otis is our five-year-old Boston Terrier. And he is now the middle child. And he's acting like it. And he's just sort of, what about me? And he's the boss. You know, he, he's been ruling the roost not over anymore. Oscar. I know. And that's what I'm thinking. Not anymore. And he doesn't realize, too, this boxer puppy is so tiny right now. But, man, they grow fast. So he's going he's gonna to be a big boy here soon. Otis is going to be like, WTF is happening to this little right. dog. Why are you much bigger than me now? So, now, I, I know it's a sensitive subject because you just lost one of your dogs. Yeah, but yeah. have you guys considered yet getting another one? Or I no. know you've got, listen, you've got a baby and another dog. So you've got to let your hands full. But have you thought about it yet? Um, it's, it's come up in discussion only because um, what we're noticing is our Australian Shepherd, Dolly, who is just this ball of energy because that's that breed. Uh, we have noticed some changes in her behavior, and I think she might be a little lonely. We actually had my mom. Did I tell you my mom adopted another dog? Yeah. So, uh, my mom. There's this. There's this, there's this animal shelter in St. Louis where my mom lives called Five Acres Animal Shelter. It's awesome. It's this this former uh, Blues hockey player started it because he's a big dog guy. This guy. This guy's so into dogs. You look him up. His name is David Backus. B A C K E S. I'm looking him up as you're talking. Because what he he started his his own like you know athletes start charities. Yeah. His is called Athletes for Animals. Hold on, B-A-C-K-E-S, Bacchus. Okay. And he started his own charity called Athletes for Animals. He acquired his own pilot's license strictly for the purpose of, if he heard about a dog that was just about to be euthanized and there's nowhere else to go, he could fly to wherever he needed to, pick it up, and bring it to the animal shelter there in St. Louis. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, he's a super cool dude. And um, Five Acres is the name of his animal shelter. And my mom does volunteer work there. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she just, you know, she'll like once a week, she'll go in there for a couple hours. Anyway, she's there a couple Tuesdays ago, and in comes these people who use this beagle for nothing else but breeding, breed bred a bunch of puppies, and then they just said, well, this dog's useless now. And so they what they tried to do was like take her to the Petco and like sell the puppies and sell mama as well. Of course, no one wanted them. She got the, you know, a dog that had nursed all those dogs, they got the big old nipples, right? Yeah. And so no one wanted her. Oh, that makes Even me sad. She's so sweet, right? And so they're like, yeah, we're bringing this dog in because we can't breed her anymore and we don't really love her, so we're just bringing her in so someone else can take her. And I'm like, you guys are And can I, I feel like the podcast is the place to do this. I haven't said anything about this anywhere else. Um, I know a big thing with people is adopt, don't shop. And um, I, listen, I'm all I'm all about that. If that if, if adopting a dog from a shelter works for you and your home and what's good for you, mm-hmm. I am I fully support that. You have to know that. Um, but I we did not adopt from a shelter. We got from a breeder, and I'll tell you why. Um, first of all. Boxers are just, we absolutely love boxers. Yeah, that's your breed. It is. And I would say prior to a year ago, if somebody needed uh, to adopt out a boxer, I I probably would have done it. Just because in general, I think that they just have uh, standard personality traits. I feel like, in my experience anyway, boxers are just, they're all kind of the same. But about a year ago this time, I got bit in the face by a shelter dog and I and I hesitated even saying that out loud because I don't want that to deter people from adopting from shelters. Right. But I have to tell you for me a puppy from scratch in a breed that I'm familiar with is the only way that I can do this okay. because I even now struggle if I'm outside and a strange dog is even walking down the street it could even be a neighbor's dog we were mm. we were at a, a radio remote the other day and somebody had brought their dog now it was a pit bull and his dude was pretty beefy <laughs> a meat sale and he was beefy Get ah. it? <laughs> no but he was and he was beautiful but um I, I just have a i'm just a little timid which i think makes sense you mm-hmm. know but i feel like i do have to say that i have nothing against 
if that again, if it works for you in your situation and in your mental state, like that's great to adopt from a shelter. I support it fully. For me, that's why I didn't. I just want people to know that it's not like I'm just heartless. I don't know. I just does that make sense? I just felt like I needed to address that. You 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 do you, and you yeah. don't intend anything mean by it, and that's always no. a big thing. Um, and like for us, like I'd consider a shelter dog right now, but. I have to be very careful with a six-month-old. Mike, you do. Like, yeah, and sorry, she's going to come first. So you really have to do your homework on that. When I think about your mom adopting from the shelter, she's a perfect person to do that. You know, yeah. she doesn't have any young children in the house, and and I'm not even saying that you can't have children in the house and adopt a shelter dog, and it's a great experience. It's you possible, 100% but it kinda, can t- it's kind of tough to find. It is, and I think it just has to be the right situation. Right. And again, whatever your comfort level is. And for me, this is the only way that I could add another. Yeah. And this is, a, by the way, this is a purebred beagle that my mom got. Just the sweetest little thing. Her name's oh, Daisy. Bet. Daisy, so sweet. Her Daisy. And yeah, mom got her, and I think she got spayed uh, earlier this week. And so my mom's like, she's like, and they, my, mom, my mom's like, here's the good news. I hear once you spay, it kind of calms those giant nipples down a little bit. Oh, I'm like, oh, I good. I hope so. Good, For mom. Daisy's sake. <laughs> Nobody asked, wants to haul around she, big nipples. She, <laughs> She asked the people while they were spaying her if they could give her like a doggy boob job. (laughs) What was funny yesterday when we were at the breeders uh, picking up, you know, our pup and First of all, as a boxer lover, I was in boxer heaven. Not even kidding. With all the puppies that were there, plus, and by the way, this wasn't a puppy mill. This was just genuinely. No, I saw your, your pictures there. You were like in somebody's house in a yeah, nice neighborhood. Be- like, yeah. It was beautiful. And they really, these people just, it's their their heart. They love boxers and they want to keep the breed going. And if we don't, I mean, I hate to say it, but if we don't have breeders and we get purebreds out there, the, you know, the breeds could die off. Right. So I, there's yeah, that yeah. point. But anyway, um, <laughs> we go into the house to sign the paperwork and stuff. And she says, okay, well, now that we're in the house, she's like, I, I'm going to let my girl out and I'm like, oh my god, what is she talking about? And so she opens up this so side take door. Her off. <laughs> oh, not gonna lie, for a minute I was like, oh, well, get comfortable, girl. Whatever you want to do. No, but she opens this this side bedroom door or whatever, and out comes these three female boxers. Mike, they were they were fat. I mean, they were just enormous. Were they pregnant? Dogs? No, but they had been the mamas. They had had many many litters of pups, mm-hmm. and that then she just keeps them. You know, they're they're just her babies. But mm-hmm. my God, they were huge. And she's like, yeah, they just never really lost that baby weight. And I'm telling you, these were like three. You always call your mom and her friends the hens. Mm-hmm. It, it just reminded me. She's like, yep, there's the grandma, there's the mom, and there's the yeah. aunt. And, and you just imagine these three these old hens ladies all playing shuffleboard at the retirement home. And <laughs> With their big fat just baby bodies, like it was incredible. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. We had a really good experience, um, and, and I'm really I'm just so happy. Yeah, and I, we got uh, we got Dolly, our Australian Shepherd. She's a purebred, and yeah, we got her kind of same thing. We had to drive to Nevada, Missouri, down I-49, and uh, these people, yeah, they just raise Aussies on a farm, which yeah. is where Aussies belong, and uh, and they you know they'll have a breed every once in a while and. And we just got that from her. She was pretty cheap. I'm not going to ask you how much you paid for your boxer, but I was surprised Dolly being a purebred Australian Shepherd, how cheap she was. She was not cheap, but I was surprised how cheap she was. I'll tell you, I think what's amazing, though, is, I mean, he he wasn't cheap, but... What what's amazing to me is again this is a new family member for us this is a dog that we are going to raise until the day he passes away mm-hmm. and give him just all the love you know that we that we give and so to me I'm like it it almost doesn't seem like it's enough mm-hmm. if that makes sense but yeah he was yeah he was I, not I, cheap. Hear, I hear you yeah. um, worth it I. Uh, I'd like to get I'd like to get Dolly a playmate, mm-hmm. but because I, I think she is lonely right now. But I, 
with with a six month old little human to take care of. I just don't. I, I cannot train a puppy right now. I get it. We and got Oscar when Jules was a newborn, and it was a, a lot. I mean, in some ways, it was kind of cool because it just sort of got you know because puppies are newborns, so it just sort of got all of that out of the way at once. But you know what's really cool is when we got um, Oscar. You know, he was a, a brand new puppy. Jules was a baby. Miles wasn't even conceived yet, right. and it's like. This was really neat yesterday for them to hold this puppy for the first time. And even just watching the kids play with the puppy. First of all, I think it's going to get Miles off of his PlayStation because to go outside and play with a dog is good. But uh, it was just really neat to see them have that experience because they don't know Oscar that way. You know, they, they didn't get to experience all the puppy stuff. So this was a really cool sort of full circle thing. And I I think this is what I do love about it. Look, I will take care of Oscar until his very last breath. And I hope it's not for, I hope he hangs on for years to come. A hundred year old boxer. You're going to be on the news. He's 12 and a half. And my God, we're already on borrowed time. But I, I love his senior dogs are just awesome. Like I love his laziness and he's just, he's just down to snuggle. That's about all he wants to do. Eat Mm -hmm. and snuggle. And me too. Well, that's what's cool about, that's what was cool about Hank as uh, Hank's been that, who was that way his whole life his Mm -hmm. breed is just snugglers which is crazy because he was a tiny little dog and all he ever wanted to do is snuggle with you and then we get this aussie who just runs around like like whose last thing she wants to do is snuggle unless it's bedtime i'm like why did we get such opposite dogs but they did well together they just kind of like oh you're crazy oh you're chill all right cool they were just cool yeah, and I think that's right now. Oscar, our senior dog with the puppy, like, okay, I'm going to be over here laying down, have fun. But I think it'll be nice for Otis to have a playmate. And I think also this is going to help our transition when he does pass. Yeah. And I think we needed to do it this way. Because I remember when our other boxer, Tyson, passed away. Um, and granted, he was an only dog, but our house just was missing something. I mean, it was just quiet. I missed the tap, tap, tap of his paws on the floor. I missed hearing him slurp up water out of the water bowl. And it's stuff that I didn't even realize that I heard all the time. You know, it's just the sounds that dogs make. Mm -hmm. And um, I just can't imagine, I don't know. And I think Otis would have been so sad if Oscar passes and he's by himself. I don't know. I just feel like this was the right way for our family to go. I am debating whether we will get another breed like Hank. Hank's was my favorite dog ever. Mm-hmm. He was such a good dog. And what tell me his breed He's again? He's a King Charles Cavalier. Would you get that breed again? Well here's and that's that's again, that's that's kind of the conundrum I'm in. Because that was my favorite dog ever. I mean he was awesome. Yeah. He was just we like our phrase, but we meant it. He was just the goodest boy. He was the goodest boy. He was mm. so good and always just sweet boy i don't know if i can go through losing another one of those dogs like his breed he just connected with me he was such a good boy and i love him so much and the thought of getting another dog like that breed and i love dolly but there's just something about hank was just he was your boy i get it and to to get a dog like that again would be so wonderful but then to lose a dog like that again I'm in the same boat, dude. Uh, I get it. We lost Tyson. He was a boxer. And now we're, you know, I hate to say we're about to lose Oscar. I feel like I'm killing him off every day by saying that. But I mean, no, I just know. Per, I'm being realistic. You're, you're, and by the way, you should never feel bad. For that. That's You're mentally preparing yourself for the inevitable. <sighs> and I have to. Because, like, I started this conversation. If you're a dog person, you get it. But, I mean, I'm telling you, people who have never, who aren't dog people or just have never experienced life with a dog the way, the way we live with our dogs. Our mm. dogs are part of our family. You know, my sister has had tons of dogs. They're, they're goldens and labs. She, that's her breed. Mm-hmm. Um, but she lived on some property. So the dogs were really outside 
most of the day and mm-hmm. loved it. And then they would come in and sleep in their little crates. And they really didn't um, yeah, that's different. live in the house, if right. that makes sense, yeah. the yeah. way that ours do. And that's cool, too. But I don't know. I, I The loss of... They're just God dogs are just so good. They're I know. so sweet and they love so hard. And to be honest, that's why when I did get bit by that dog last year, it was so shattering to me mentally because dogs have always been a source of comfort for me, as for so many people. And it was like, first of all, why did you bite me? <laughs> Nobody was gonna be nicer to you than me. Dumbass dog. Dumbass. But I but truly I was never mad at the dog. I really wasn't. Yeah. I think he got spooked and just did what dogs do. They have instincts and that's why you do have to be careful. Yeah. You do have to be mindful. I mean they are animals at the end of the day, but it was so it's still shattering to me mentally because I'm like, dang it, you know, old me went up to any dog I saw and just loved on it. And now I'm a little more I'm just timid. I noticed that with myself, with my mom's new dog, who's the sweetest little dog ever, or even her other, she brought both her dogs with her, and they both, like the first one, like they, they know me, but I've only met them a handful of mm-hmm. times. I've noticed even I've gotten a little more careful about not getting right up in their face or letting them get right up into mine, even if it's just a sniff, I'll push, I'll hold their chest, I'll push them back, say, you're not allowed to get this close to my face, because yeah. you're not my, own, right now, only Dolly's allowed to get that close to my right. face. Right, and, and that's just, how I am with my own dogs now, mm-hmm. yeah, but, yeah, but even after it happened, I was so timid with my own dogs for a while, Ugh. and I hated that. I have, I actually had, this is, you're really going to think I'm psycho. I have verbally apologized to Oscar. <laughs> I was all petting him and I was up in his ear and I'm like, buddy, first of all, I love you the most. Don't tell the others. Second of all, I am so sorry. Like I just, he didn't know and he would never hurt me. I'm telling you, I know it. Like there's no way. But I was, I was afraid of my own dogs for a while and that was so sad. Anyway, I'm just excited. I'm happy. And, uh, I mean, there's going to be, it's going to be crazy. I, um, a couple random things here. Mm-hmm. I just booked a, um, I just looked, booked a little flight for myself. Yes, you did. Very pumped about this. I, and, and, I, and I, I made sure to run it by Katie, obviously, before I did it, because this is something I just want to do. And it's something I would never do if she didn't have help on the way. But her mom, who lives in Chicago, doesn't get, obviously doesn't get to see grandbaby as much as she wants to. And she's like, I need to get down there soon. And it's crazy because I've just been having this moment. And this is just something that I do. Some people will get this. Some people don't. Every once in a while, I just need to leave town. I need to go to a place that I don't go to. I've never never been to or I don't go to often. It's like, oh, well, are you going to go to St. Louis, see your mom? No, I don't want to do that. You want to go to maybe Chicago, see Katie's family? No, I don't want to do that. So I just I, I went over with Katie and I said, what if we invite your mom down on one of these upcoming weekends? And I honestly would like to take a flight to go see my dad in Florida. My dad kind of going through, kind of going through it right now. He's going through a divorce after a thirty-year marriage, which wow. is insane. It's a long time. And um, so I, I, I've been wanting to just get down there and see him and just kind of hang out with dad for a little bit. And uh, I, so I said, "Would you mind?" And I said, "Since it is just my dad, it's not like we're going out to see a family." As, a, as right. like, is this something you want to go to, or, or is this something maybe I should just go to? She's like, "Yeah, you go have fun with your dad." And I was like, "I won't go unless." And so we've got it to where her mom's going to come down and help, and obviously, and of course, she's. Thrilled. Oh, to. they're gonna have a girl weekend. She, yes. It's gonna be great. I can't. Last time Julie was in town, I came back and all of a sudden there were new dishes in all my cabinets. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's new cabinets next time I'm there. Like every this time, thing happens with me and my mom too. Yeah, every time y'all get together, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, oh, I see we got something <laughs> new for the house that we didn't need or ask for. But uh, all right, I mean, I'm grateful. I'm always so grateful for it. But I'm at the same time, I'm like, this is really. 
It's very unnecessary, but yes, it she's is sweet. what it is. Well, plus, it, I mean, my mom and I are just shoppers together. We love every time. It's so funny. We can have the quickest visit, the quickest of weekends, and we will find, we will carve out time to go shopping in some yeah, capacity. Right. So I um, I was texting with Katie yesterday. You'll, you'll appreciate this because you know how my, okay, if this is like the first episode you've listened to, one of the funniest things about my wife is there are some things where we're very traditional and we don't, we don't give a crap about mental about like gender roles like my wife does the cooking right. you know why she does the cooking because she's a woman no, no she's it's better be- at it it's because she enjoys doing it and she's good at it now she can't load a dishwasher to save her life she's a heathen and i'm ocd so i always take care of the dishes it's a it's a it's a we're a team listen i feed crickets to the lizard because my husband's <laughs> afraid of the lizard but he mops the floor god right. bless and, and so like there are times like that where it's like okay like there's the more i guess you would call it traditional right like yes she does the cooking or whatever but then there's there's this other part of our life where we're complete opposites and my wife is a nut about like power my wife's 30th birthday i bought her a nail gun from the Home Depot, and it's the happiest I've ever seen her. But you start, you cut yourself off there. She's a nut about what power? Uh, about um, she she's like the handyman. Oh, like, okay. You, I thought you you said something power, and I didn't miss it. I might have said power tools there. Okay, like maybe, well that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, like she okay. she wants to do. She's she's a big power tool person. And um, anyway, I tell you all that to tell you this because this is just another story about my wife that's hilarious. <laughs> is I said um. I said, hey, I texted her yesterday afternoon. She was like about to leave and come home from work. I was working on stuff in the yard. And I was like, would you mind stopping by Home Depot or Costco on your way home? Because we need yard waste bags. And I kind of felt guilty. But I was like, I could get my lazy ass up and go get it. But uh-huh. I was like, instead, I was just like, you don't go get it on your you way home. You know how dangerous that is, sending your wife to Home so Depot, though, right? She wrote back, one text was the word, babe. And the second text was just one word, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. She wrote, you basically just said, hey, babe, can you stop at one of your favorite places on your way home because we need something? And I texted her back. I said, but here's the catch. Can you go and only get yard waste bags and nothing else? (laughs) I was like, where are you going? Home Depot or Costco? She's like, I'm going to go to Costco. And I'm like, yeah, same rule. Can you go to Costco and just pick up yard waste bags? What ended up happening is... I didn't trust her. Oh, no. So my neighbors got home shortly after that, and I just borrowed a yard waste bag from them. And I said, hey, babe, don't worry about it. I got a yard waste bag ah. from there. And she's like, what? You and I'm like, fun. I'm like, babe, you just need to come home and see mm. the baby. Like, what are you doing? Come on. Yeah, no, I didn't trust her at all. <laughs> no, I, I love the differences in just human beings in general. The fact that for Katie loves all that stuff. And I'm telling you, the thought of going to Home Depot, it, I hate the smell of it. I like the smell. Of My those husband's stores. always like, "Don't you just want to come in and look around?" I'm like, "No, there's nothing of interest you to me like in that store." You don't like the smell store. of the store. I like I don't the like smell. Anything about it? And pick your. And it's not like I'm partial to Lowe's or something. No, like pick your home improvement store. I can't stand any of them. You know the under. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm because I think this store deserves a ton of credit. They always do a ton in the community. And um, they always they always have a bunch of stuff from my Traeger, which I really appreciate. And I've just always had really good customer service. There's the the Ace Hardware oh, stores. Oh sure, God uh, bless the Westlake Ace yeah. Hardware stores. Every time wonderful. I go, to, shout out Ace Hardware, and they didn't pay mm. for this or anything, but just shout out shout Ace out Hardware Ace. stores. Ace is the place. And help the hardware. Homes. And I, I I get why those stores are necessary. Of I get why people do like them, but it's just. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not my thing. You know what I love? We went to TJ Maxx yesterday. Man, I love a Home Goods, a TJ Maxx, those kinds of stores. Oh, Do you I, like shopping no, in those stores? Hell no. Oh, I love it. You never know what you're going to find. In I, fact, I bought a pillow that says Slay. I mean, where else are you going to find that? Probably <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> Probably so. I, 
Yeah, we had to go. What's what's the one that this is another one that Katie and her mom when they get together they always go to f- Marshalls floors. Oh, floor and decor. Floors decor. decor and more or something like that. I always call it like floors, whores, and more. Like I just because that's just what it means to me. Yeah. Katie took me there one time and everything about it was stupid. <laughs> I hated that store, but I see <laughs> why. Katie and her mom love walking around that. There's so many floors. Let's to play from. this game. Okay, so if somebody were to give, let's say, a ten thousand dollar gift card, let's just be okay. exciting, right? To one store, and you had to you know, spend all of it obviously at this one store. It can't be like a Visa gift card. It has to be to a store. Yeah. I feel like for Katie, it would be a Home Depot gift card, right? Probably. What would yours be? Mine would be something similar because I wouldn't I wouldn't base mine on selfish reasons. Like I'd love ten thousand dollars to Dick's Sporting Goods if I'm being that, honest no, with you. No, can I can I tell you that would be mine? And I know you probably thought I would say Target, but mine would be Dick's Sporting Goods. That's a store I can peruse for hours. Yeah, and here's the thing: ten thousand dollars at Dick's will get you about three items. That place is so damn expensive. That's also true. But I love that store. It's a great store. Yeah, and Target would be tempting with that, but I feel like ten grand at Dick's. Ten grand at Dicks. Hmm. Ten grand worth of Dicks. <laughs> I always feel like I have to say sporting goods when I say it because it's like, oh, you want to go to Dicks? Right. Is it the big Dicks or the little Dicks? Yeah, <laughs> hey, you drive right there, my friends out in Independence. You know the big Dicks you can see from the highway. <laughs> right. Yeah, I love me some Dicks. <laughs> who doesn't? I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I started drinking coffee. That's another thing. If you haven't listened to the morning show this week, oh <laughs> you didn't gosh. hear it. I'm all about it. I started out with that vanilla latte skinny from tar- Starbucks, and I really love it. And so I'm every really day, happy that my recommendation, like something that I recommended, yeah? has turned into obsession for you. It makes me feel good. I feel like I've done been a really good friend now because I've recommended no, something. T- this is why I truly believe you are my best friend because <laughs> you really we 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 know each other, you know. Right. And you knew this is what, and you even said it. You're like, because I was supposed to go meet somebody at a coffee shop, and I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna get? I don't I don't know. I don't even drink coffee. And you had said it that day. You're like, trust me, get this. Just on it. Get a small or a tall, whatever the a hell tall. it is at Starbucks. A tall is a small, which is ridiculous. But say skinny vanilla latte, hot. Like, yeah. And you're a hot beverage drinker. And now we got all these text messages today. Now you got to try this. Apparently the caramel, car, car, caramel, caramel, caramelicious thing from Scooters is the way. Like a lot of people recommended that for a you. A lot of people said Scooters. What was the other one? Another place that people kept saying. Uh, What's the one that you just said they're building? The Dutch Brothers. Dutch Dutch, Bros. Dutch Bros. Is it Bros? So it is Bros. I actually learned that now. They were a sponsor of our uh, Radiothon. Mm -hmm. Last time we did Money for St. Jude's. For St. Jude's? St. Jude's. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sorry about that. but yeah, they they mentioned specifically like they gave us the script like because Dutch Bros was a big like sponsor of a power hour and then like they would match donations and they were awesome. Yeah. And uh, but it said right there on the script like don't say brothers. It is Dutch Bros Coffee. I'm like okay, cool. They're building one not far from my house right now. I'm very excited to I'm try. I'm excited it. to try it now that I'm into the coffee world. I like my little tour day coffee that I'm doing. So I did Starbucks. I've tried Quick Trip. I've tried Dunkin' tomorrow. What am I trying tomorrow? I think I'm gonna try Scooters. I'm gonna try the. And by know, the way, I don't I'm know going- if they open. Oh, yeah, because i got to do this really early in the morning. And really, ultimately, because this is going to be my new thing, I I need to invest in a coffee pot or a Keurig or something. You need a Keurig. Since you're the only one in the house that drinks coffee, it does not make sense for you to have a coffee pot. That's way too... And it takes you a long time to just drink one cup of coffee, which is fine. There's no... Run your own race. doesn't matter. So for you, a Keurig is absolutely the way to go. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. 
you don't need all these uh, because some of these Keurigs have all these options on there. It's, I don't it's, want all it's that. insane. No, you just need a little eight out eight ounce cup of coffee. Brew go. I would brew a smaller cup for you too because it takes you longer and you like it nice and hot. You don't have to go to the microwave I eight thousand times. Just brew a smaller cup of coffee and. Actually, I got I got to go to the store today, and I'm gonna get you a little something that I think is gonna help you with that. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, thank yeah. you. Somebody texted in and told me how to mimic the. Vanilla latte, latte at, yeah. at Quick Trip because it really is going to save me a lot of money when I do yes. have to get coffee out to go there. Um, so I'm going to try that today too. I don't know. It's kind of fun. I, I I just feel really dumb because I don't know how to, I don't know all the things yet. I don't know how to order it. And I, and I can't, I can't sit here and say like, oh, don't because I totally understand because mm-hmm. I feel dumb when I'm trying new things too. But what I'm, all I'm saying is you need to remember to forgive yourself and remember that you're trying new things and it's okay if you have questions. Like, like the dumbest people are the people who don't ask questions. Oh, I don't see how you do this though without asking questions. You know what? Is, I'm surprised Starbucks doesn't do it more often or maybe they do and I'm just not there to see it, but to give out samples of different things makes so much sense because first of all it is expensive at Starbucks and if you like why do I want to risk it on a six dollar beverage and then hate it and dump it you know I I wish they would have more samples out yeah maybe they do have you ever seen that I don't know I'm not a huge Starbucks guy got it um Starbucks for me is strictly like when I'm traveling got it uh or they are available at your local Hy-Vee and sometimes I'm at Hy-Vee at like 12 30 and I just see it there and I'm like yeah I could use the afternoon pick me up I'll be honest the only reason I'm at Starbucks ever is because of my kids because they love those strawberry acai refreshers which are so sweet have you ever tried those no it's like the sweetest lemonade I've ever had in my entire life yeah. but oh, they they're, they're addicting it. look don't get it and I'm not I'm not like screaming conspiracy theory or anything. I'm saying from a business standpoint, Starbucks is addicting people to even just holding their cups from a, from the age of a child. It's brilliant oh, marketing. it's brilliant. And let me tell you something. This is where I'm going to sound like nerd of the year. Okay. I have told my husband on numerous occasions, like, gosh, I just really wish I drank coffee because I just love, I think it's so cool when people just walk around with like their Starbucks or pick your place, but you yeah, know, your cup. Starbucks cup or whatever. I'm like, I wish, I just wish I could do that. So I always want, I'm, I'm so glad that I finally enjoy wine because I always felt the same way about wine with Me all the cool too. glasses and the bottle openers and the accessories. Yes. Like, yeah. So now I love holding, and I, I always get, because I drink reds, and reds you want like a wider uh-huh. glass, and my red wine glasses are so obnoxiously large, Yeah. and I love it. I'm like, hello, look at me and my big ass red wine glass. <laughs> yes, hello. I'm fancy with my big ass red wine glass. Look how much red wine I have poured <laughs> well, into my glass. This is me too, because I was strictly a beer girl forever, and now I discovered that I like fizzy things like Prosecco and sparkling wines and I guess it's kind of all the same but not really because it's all about the different grapes and this that the other whatever but you know what else I've had to learn with that that's been an experience too is how much to pour because it hits a little quicker than a you know McUltra yeah it does and so I've had to kind of learn that and then sometimes like I'll get because I'm the only one that drinks that in my house so I'll pour and it'll look like I drank the half a bottle of Prosecco by myself and then I'm like Am I? Do I have a problem? No, you don't. Because <laughs> dr- drinking a half bottle of Prosecco is not, or a, a half bottle of whatever your favorite wine, wine or of... sparkling wine, a half bottle is easy to do. I could. <laughs> I, no, can I tell you? I could probably do a whole one. Jenny, I've drank a whole bottle of red wine on a Monday and come in on a Tuesday morning just fine. I honestly am so glad you said that because I don't know the rules with that either. Yeah. So either that or we're both drunks. Maybe. You know, <laughs> no. No, so look, sometimes you just need a whole bottle of wine. It is, it, it, it be what it be, especially when I get a really good red 
Um, yeah, forget about it. You Once know, I open it, I know that bottle. I'm going to down the whole thing. My sister started dabbling in, in wine or just, you know, just alcoholic beverages here yeah. in the last, maybe like the last year and a half. She raised six children pretty much by herself because her husband sadly passed away in a car accident years ago mm-hmm. without drinking. And, and I don't, <laughs> this makes me sound like a terrible person, but I don't know how she did that because there are times, but look, I don't, I swear to God, I don't have a problem. Like I really don't, but I mean, there are times where it just cuts the edge. It takes the edge right off and it's just kind of fun. It's something to do. You know what we should do? We should get some wine right now. Let's go. Uh, we'll each get our own bottle and just smash it down. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Morning After <laughs> Podcast. We're going to go get hammered now. <laughs>